This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We are in the backyard. It's an, uh, it's an ice cold 117 degrees. I'm already sweating. I'm not done sweating for the day. I've been in the car too much, driving all over town, barely had a lunch. Here we, here we are just trying to get your pity, and I need it today. So pity me, and let's get into the podcast. I think our guest is so wonderful. It's Lane Moore. Lane, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you for having me. Glad and, to be here. And you brought your dog. Yes, I did. This is my dog, Lights. Well, you can't see it at all. Unfortunate <laughs> for you. She's adorable. How old is she? Uh, she's about seven, eight years old. She was a rescue, so you have no idea. And you just guess their birthday. <laughs> Isn't that a strange thing about a rescue animal? But it's kind of, you kind of get to do your own thing. Yeah. Just you can do say. whatever you want. I've, I've already changed her birthday once. <laughs> just because I didn't think it suited her. <laughs> what was her original birthday? So I gave her Valentine's Day originally, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to do Valentine's Day, but I'm almost always touring that day, and it's like a really busy day, and I was like... I was like, I don't think this is a very good birthday for you. Also, you get overshadowed by Valentine's of Day. Of course. That was a real easy mistake you made. It was a real easy mistake, and I made it. Huge. I didn't even give birth to her that day. I gave so, birth to her another day. <laughs> When's her new birthday? See, this is the worst part. Oh, wow. This is I'm going to rescue part. this dog from I you. I know. You know I'm what? I'm taking is, her away. This is the only flaw <laughs> I have in a relationship, I swear to God. Um, I was like, she seems like a Taurus. I'm going to give her a birthday sometime in April or May. And then I got really busy. <laughs> So now, and then, and then as the days go by on my calendar, I'm like, oh my God, it's Light's birthday this month or next month. I really, and this was only a couple months ago. So it's not like this has been going on for years. <laughs> right, right. But there's very the neglect recently. is new. The neglect is very new. <laughs> but to be fair, you know, she's here with me. So she travels with me all the time. She just has no birthday. <laughs> TBA. Do you ever, have you ever like had a birthday for her, bought birthday gifts for her? <sighs> no, I've honored her birth and my love for her consistently on social media <laughs> and in my day-to-day interactions with her I tell her 12,000 times a day how much I love her that she's my favorite person in the world I dedicated my book to her she's in my okay, author photo so well, I've done other things so she's controlling you she's kind of a if she is that's fine with her. <laughs> I don't mind I'm I'll proud let of one her. person control me and it's my dog I don't care <laughs> She's very, very cute. You're here from New York. Yes. Did she, I I assume she came on the plane with you. She did. Yeah. She travels just unbelievably well. She sits on my lap. She curls up in a little donut shape. She's like eight pounds. So she's very Mm -hmm. small. uh, If people can't tell what that would look like, but literally (laughs) looks like a little donut and she just sleeps. I bring her little blankie when we travel and she, I only recently started doing that and she loves it. And then I put it on the hotel bed when we get there and she's like, oh my God, I'm home. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Sense can really trick a dog. That's yeah. all she needs. She, she thinks she's always home. Yeah. I think I think on some level she does. I think on another level she's very anxious and she knows she's not home. But that blanket really is getting me a long way. It's very, very sweet. I love you. I'm talking to her. I'm looking at her. I'm telling her I love her. She's very sweet. She looks uh, kind of like a little old lady. 
<laughs> in a good way. <laughs> kind of, yes. I also recently, uh, someone uh, street harassed me by calling her the Taco Bell dog. And it was just... Taco Bell dog got a hot mom. And I was like, <laughs> I'll keep it. Yeah, That's the only good street harassment I've ever heard. <laughs> like, I don't even think it was directed at me. I don't think it was about me. I think, think the street harassment was meant for my dog. That's incredible. I wonder how many Taco Bell dogs there actually were. Because, think, you know, you, you have multiple dogs on a shoot. Hundred, right. Maybe hundreds of dogs they were using. Allegedly. Because I think I, I did look this up at one point. One of those like, it's 3 a.m. I'm somehow I landed here on Wikipedia um, looking at what happened to the Taco Bell dog like it's real. Um, I have some bad news for you. Yeah. No, it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did realize that that night. It was sad. But it had like the years that it was alive. It never because they said that it was just like one dog. But is that a lie? I Are they cannot, lying to me? There's no way it was just one dog. There's no way. It, it was ready. It showed up for work every day. It never had an off day. That's animal abuse. Are they allowed to work that long? I don't think so. I don't know. They shouldn't be. Yeah, no, you're right. You know what? You're right. In theory, I'm always like, Lights needs to be in movies. She'd be so good. But I swear to God, if I got on a set and she looked at least a little tired, I would grab her right <laughs> of out. Of course. I'd be like, no, she's too sleepy. She's she precious. Needs a <laughs> she's a precious commodity. Yeah, I think that I, I want to say there are probably 18 Taco Bell dogs. That's my guess. Annalise, do you have any ideas? There any? Well, I mean, I mean, so far the Lane only one I'm seeing up. is a Gidget, right? Gidget. It looked like it was just. Uh, that's the story they're sticking with is that it was one dog. Hmm. And who did Gidget no. play? Did the dog have a name? Wait, just... was the dog's name Gidget or was the the the, the dog's name was Gidget? Right, the dog's name was okay, Gidget. Gidget. But on the commercials, did they come up with a new name? I don't think that he had no. a name. She had a name. No. And I didn't realize that it was a girl dog the whole time. I didn't either. I had a man voice. It had a man. Yeah, like a, yeah. I don't Taco remember Bell. the yeah. voice. Yeah. And it was a lady. I think it wasn't that it wasn't it like a low, oh, like yeah. almost yeah. offensive. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but I remember. Fun. Well, that I was mean, a very important eight, at least... part of my childhood. So <laughs> Yeah, it's a really weird it was wild to hear a stranger shout that because it is the most dated reference it's I think I've ever enormously. had a stranger use. <laughs> I mean, it's so dated that I think it's kind of come around to the yes. point that we can talk about it again. Yeah, it was almost like refreshing. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I do remember that man on the street who should have could have just said nothing what um, have you uh what have you been doing in los angeles while you're here um i'm here doing a uh i'm doing a book festival tomorrow and other than that i have been mostly i finally slept okay very good uh for the first time in a couple days Congrats. last night we're, we're getting we're getting me at my probably best um my my friend this morning was like the world has never been ready for a fully rested lane more and i was like well they're getting them today only i slept for like almost 12 hours it was one of oh, those like sounds incredible it was one of those like you haven't slept in a couple of days and your body's like finally ready oh that feeling of waking up after 12 hours yeah yeah you look at the clock and it's i mean i'm all over the place but like you look at the clock and you're like i did a good job i woke up last night in a pool of sweat uh, again pity me no, it's, it was so hot. I the temperature has actually been good in my hotel. The hotel that I was at before this, <laughs> there was a man. I swear to God, I could hear him fart, and that is not a euphemism. <gasps> I like heard him fart oh, in the no. next room, and I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> oh, and there was like a party outside. Like it was the worst hotel until like five a.m. And then on top of that, there's also like a train that goes by. So every two hours, you'd hear. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I can't live like this. That's a, oh, that's some poor hotel placement. <laughs> it was. So awful. And then when I like called to be like, do you know that it's like this? Like, just you're almost like stunned that they're able to run this. And at the front desk, they were like, yeah, some of those things we just can't control. And I was like, okay, well, what do you at least like warn people? Like, hey, do you love noise? Like, constant all night noise? Because this is the hotel for you only. Are you interested in sleeping? You should absolutely not be paying human dollars for this. Is this the hotel where the woman went missing in the water tower? Wait, is that real? That's a real thing. There's a whole documentary about it. She vanished and was found oh in God. the water tower. I do remember this. And I think so. They also don't tell you that it's like, 
it's like, I don't think this is a real hotel. I really don't. I think it has like two long-term guests who are just unbelievably loud. I also think it's just like a party space that you can sleep at. I don't know. But I was very grateful. You that were just last sleeping night, in the middle of a rave. That's literally. I was like, I would have been better off at a youth hostel. I should have just gone full. Like at least inform me. That's it. Like of course. some people would love that. They'd be like, up. I'm going to do cocaine yes. for 37 hours at My this life's hotel. A mess already. Yeah. Welcome me. Uh, are you doing anything enjoyable while you're here other than sleeping nonstop? I've eaten. What have you eaten? <laughs> I love talking about food. I love eating. I, yeah. Um, I have eaten. I ate a really good salad. I ate a really good dip. I love a dip. A dip? What sort of dip were you having? It was a... It was, because it's LA, it was a macadamia nut Ooh. cheese dip, but it also had that... Uh, I feel like it's it's on the fence whether it's bruschetta or bruschetta. I don't, oh, everybody's got a different take. You got to kind of just switch back and forth so nobody ever catches on. And that's usually what I do. Um, but it had whatever your choice is of that. I'm going to go with bruschetta for right now, even though I think bruschetta sounds a little bit more fun. It does sound a little more. I mean, immediately you sound Italian. Right? Don't I sound Italian? Mm-hmm. And I actually am. So there, there I should. No, I should. This is humiliating Disgusting. for you and yeah. your family. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, me, I'm, <laughs> them, I don't, I don't care. Um, but yeah, so it had that and then some olives and it was just very nice and the tomatoes were very sweet. Where was which this? I love. It's called All Lack. It's like downtown LA. Oh, I've never heard of it's this. Really nice. All it's a, Lack. Yeah, it's A U L A C, and it's um, like a Vietnamese vegan food. Oh, interesting. And what you were just describing is Italian food. This place is yeah, all over the place. I don't know what map. happened. It was all over the place. I was looking at the menu and I was like, why do you have ravioli? I thought this was Vietnamese food, but okay. And you're basically talking about nacho cheese. Yes. <laughs> I know. What is and happening I, in that kitchen? I asked. When I came there, I was like, oh, I love Vietnamese food. Like, can you walk me through this menu? And the words I wasn't saying were, because what is this? Like menu, because it was there were a lot of Vietnamese things. And then there would be this. And then they had like right. a, a ravioli. And I was like, where am I? Where am I? It's fine, but where am I? But it was <laughs> all very good. Into it. Yeah. Uh, are you, do you have any plans to eat anywhere else while you're here? That's when I travel. That's all I do. I mean, that's the only thing I care about doing is finding something to eat. That's all. That's that's really all I care about as well. Sometimes I will. Um, sometimes I'll go thrifting. Um, I haven't. Oh, that's a I good think, idea. Yes, I love going thrifting, um, exploring different places, getting a little drink. I love getting a little drink somewhere. You know, <laughs> sure. like you go somewhere and you get your eight dollar coffee, and some part of you dies inside when you pay for it, and then you know you're also tipping, so it's now a ten dollar coffee. Uh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> coffee prices have jumped a dollar in the last. Uh, probably 10 minutes. It's, yeah, I think. So. And, and, you know, we're going to keep. We're going to keep by a dollar. It. Why can't we just up it by a quarter? One time I'm fine with a quarter up, you it know, just keeps going. Like, are we going to see like a $15 coffee in our life? I'm like, I can't. Oh, yeah. I can't 100%. do it. I can't. Well, prepare. I Start preparing know. now. No, I'm guessing 2033. You're going to have a $15 coffee and yeah. it, you'll be like, oh, no, there's right. another $15. Who cares? Yeah. Well, and at that point. You know, by 2033, surely I'll be making a lot more money. Surely. <laughs> or you might just have... 10 years. It might be your last $15. Yeah, and you'll exactly. say, I'm going to treat myself. I really don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going out this way. And then I go and buy an upsetting purchase. <laughs> That's right after the coffee. The coffee is the energy I needed to go buy the, the end-of-life purchase. <laughs> oh, well, look, I, I need to talk to you. You've been doing various things in L.A., and some of them sound good, some of them sound bad. Uh, I want to talk to you about one of them that's terrible. I was really excited to have you here on the podcast today on I Said No Gifts. Uh was looking forward to it. I assumed you got all of the emails. As At the top of the podcast, I described I've, not, I've been having a rough day. Uh, sweating, driving, panicking. Uh, so... It kind of, it didn't feel great when you, I look down the walk here in the backyard and you have got a gift for me. I mean, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. That's a gift. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's in a bag, in a white bag that says, and they lived happily ever after. I don't know what your your plan is. I don't know why that wouldn't cheer you up. (laughs) If you saw that down the driveway, wouldn't you be like, oh my God, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's my knight in shining armor. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's it's pink. There's there's gold. You know, it's like maybe from a wedding, maybe a divorce. We don't know. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to say after a divorce, and they lived happily ever after. Has ever anybody well, ever done that? No, but I think well, probably these days these people and everybody's their divorces, done something. Everyone's doing it. But what I think is maybe like because if you think about it, these are the remnants from all weddings, right? They all have like the, and they lived happily ever after. But surely 50, at least 50% of those people got divorced and now all these people have their gift bags <laughs> that say something that did not turn out true. And what you're basically describing is a hoarder if they're still holding on to their gift yes, bags. So absolutely. Well, they're surrounded by garbage and you divorced. Don't, you don't hold on to your memories? Every <laughs> memory of every gift bag of every wedding you've ever gone to? Wow. Maybe this is why you're troubled. <laughs> I'm deeply troubled. <laughs> uh, well, do you want me to open it here on the podcast? I would really love that. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> dipping, dipping, dipping. Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm pulling out. <laughs> what is this? It look my get my initial guess, and I could be wrong, is stick on earrings. <laughs> no, but you're close. Which is it's a temporary tattoo, and oh. there are bands, so there's three of them. <laughs> so you could put it as an armband if you have like a really small arm, or you could piece <laughs> them all together and make one giant armband that could go all the way around your arm, like. You're a hunk in 1999. <laughs> Where did these come from? Um, you know, when I was picking out the gift, uh, I realized <laughs> the story where I got it is going to sound unbelievable, but it is true. Uh, the first time I did mushrooms was with people I barely knew in Long Island, and they had some temporary tattoos <laughs> they let me have. And I took so many. I, took, I was so excited about temporary tattoos. I generally love them. And I was like, you know what? I know, I know, you said no gifts, but temporary tattoos are the gift that keeps on giving for at least three to five days. <laughs> That's about how long these last? This yeah. looks like a good quality temporary tattoo. They're to good me. quality, and also as a show of solidarity, um, I... Well, okay, so... It depends where you put them because I put some of these temporary tattoos on last night and one of them has already started to go away. Oh, no. One is definitely falling off. The other's an elephant or something. Yes. Um, And that really does tell you the quality. It's an elephant (laughs) or something. But to be fair, I took a long bath last night, like a really long bath after I put the tattoos on. And before you slept for 12 hours. Yes. That helps you. But this one, the one on my left arm is Oh, that that looks like a real tattoo. It looks like a real tattoo. It could be. You don't know. And then I also have a... Well, I mean, you do because I just told you and then I also one of the temporary tattoos because I really wanted this to be a bonding experience um on my upper arm you can't see it but you'll have to imagine it it is some sort of long necklace that I think you were supposed to put on your neck it's some sort of like long necklace that has what looks like the Titanic's jewel of the ocean oh, in the beautiful. center but I thought that'd be a cool arm tattoo for just me to know I have secretly because I'm wearing long sleeves. That uh, that makes more sense to me than a, like putting on a fake necklace tattoo. That uh, chest tattoo like to lot. me always makes me wince because I think, oh, that area, a needle there. That seems like pure hell to me. But the good news is with these, you just put a washcloth on it <laughs> for 30 seconds. I, do you have any real tattoos? No, I don't actually. Have you ever considered it? Once when I was a teenager and I, I paused, I said, I don't think we should make this decision, which is very, very adult of me. But I just kind of had a feeling that one day I would regret it. And not in a like, you know, your grandma telling you like, you're going to regret that. But just, I know the way my brain is. And if I had something on my body, like, I think eventually I'd be like, I don't feel the same way anymore. I'm not the Mm -hmm. same person anymore. Like I just... I overthought it and it didn't happen. Did you have a <laughs> did you have a tattoo in mind? Yeah, I like wanted something with like tree branches. I don't I would have changed my mind for sure. Is the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I It would have been like a full back tattoo. Like I wanted like <laughs> It was a big tattoo yeah, like, wanted, like Well, I mean, yes. In that theory, was, <laughs> I think I saw like one Tumblr photo and I was like, that's me. But it probably would have been like a $2,000 tattoo. <laughs> it would have been so painful. It would have probably taken like 17 days to do. I don't I don't know the math, but I'm Tumblr. really glad I didn't do it. Tumblr photos have led to so many bad decisions. 
It seemed, and also, also, I don't even think that it was the Tumblr person's tattoo. Oh, I think it was like Photoshop, but I was like, oh, no. wow, their tattoo is so cool. And looking back, I'm like, there's no way that was a real tattoo or that anyone has ever had that. Oh, interesting. Well, you could have been the first and you dropped the ball in a huge way. Thank God. <laughs> I, that ball can remain on the ground. That just, I would have hated it. I, I think that's why like I went to piercings. Not that I'm like a piercings nut, but it's like a very quick pain. A quick pain that can kind of vanish in an instant. Yeah. It's not, you know, you take out the piercing and it's almost gone. That's it. I don't You're know. not going to remember that pain, but I feel like tattoo pain, you really, you have to like, like that kind of pain. I, I really do not. I would like somebody to explain to me what sort of pain it actually is. Is it a burning? Is it a, a sharp, dull? Do you not have tattoos either? I have no tattoos. Do you have tattoos? Annalisa's got tattoos. Yeah, Annalisa, I forget you pain? have tattoos. I got, I have 13 tattoos. Uh, most of them are small. Um, the best way I can describe it is imagine like a mechanical pencil, just like scratching up and down your arm over and over and over See, again. That it's, sounds wonderful. It's like, mm, it's, it's the most, I always describe it as like the most over and over again, though. You have to think about the over and over for again. Like I think hour, you lost that part. For like an hour. <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable I felt without crying. Like oh. you feel like it's it's that kind of like wincing pain, but it's not enough to cry. It's not enough to like, okay. be like get it off of me, but right. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. Well, maybe I'll get a tiny one and it'll just be a bit of scratching on my arm. I don't know. Are I, you doing that just so you can feel what that pain feels like? Yeah, I'm just curious. I don't know what else would give me. I mean, other than a mechanical, maybe I hire someone to just rub a mechanical pencil all over that me. That sounds cheaper. <laughs> That's probably more expensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends who you hire. <laughs> I feel like the, if you get someone who's like into that and they're like, maybe, maybe you can get them to pay you to do it. <laughs> you got to think this through. And then you have to throw the cost of the mechanical pencil on top of that. God knows how much that costs. Maybe they'd cover it. <laughs> I'm I your new agent for this specific thing. We're starting I'm a like, website know, today. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please apply. If that's you, we're looking for someone. That's, and that's all it ends. We're looking for someone. It's for truly someone. Uh, no, I will occasionally consider a tattoo, but I don't know what's going. I don't know that I'm qualified as a person. I don't know that I'm cool enough. I don't know that I'm. Uh, I feel like I would. I'd feel like a fraud. You could do it, though. I mean, it could be there's a couple ways I could see you doing a tattoo. You could do like a plant and then that could be like a dating starter thing where you're just like, look how sensitive I am. I have a friggin plant. I'm in a relationship. Don't well, or maybe a relationship maybe it leads ender. To a breakup. Yeah. yeah, maybe a relationship ender. It, it probably would, to be honest. There you go. But oh, nice little plant. Your life. You're really on the plant tattoo train, aren't you? Trees, plants, plants. Oh, yeah. oh, and that too. But I was thinking for I was thinking for you. But you're surrounded by so many beautiful plants. Maybe I just little, thought little plant. I don't know. I, maybe that's a, like when I turn 50. But then turning 50, ooh, that seems like a weird choice at 50. It really is. Like, And then I got some begonias on my right <laughs> wrist at 50 to celebrate it. It's a very, uh, yeah, I don't know who, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Do you feel like you have a high pain tolerance? That's a complicated answer. Oh, well, I'm excited <laughs> to hear. I do. I wish I didn't. And I also don't, but like... Because I have a high pain tolerance, I actually don't want to be in pain ever. Right. I have no interest for it. Okay, I'm like, sure. No, 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 no. Because it's like, I know I, I know I have a really high tolerance to the point where like, I won't even notice. Like if I like scrape my arm or something, like I won't even notice that I did. And then days later, I'm like, was I bleeding? Like it's, that's not good. <laughs> that's like you have nerve problems. Yeah. It's just that, it's just that, it's that. I don't know. It's like a high tolerance for pain and I think a high tolerance for ignoring your own needs. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I, <laughs> I, really I understand that feeling in a very acute way. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, well, I've been told redheads have, uh, are extremely sensitive to pain. And so, true? or is that just, a I think weird that thing? it's kind of true, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never really felt that sensitive to pain, but my, at my last dentist appointment, and I have moved on from this dentist, thanks to someone named Ryan who reached out and recommended a new dentist uh, <laughs> uh they shot up they they thought oh he has low pain tolerance put so much novocaine in my mouth that my mouth was numb for seven hours oh no horrifying you're just drooling 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 <laughs> just awful experience you want that to be an hour and a half two hours max yeah 
when it gets to like hour four, you begin to work. I mean, there's a real panic you that sets can't in. Can't eat anything because no. then you're just chewing on your own tongue. I've been <laughs> ripping there, holes obviously. through your cheeks. Yeah, no, not a good experience. No, who who did this? Well, uh, not Ryan. <laughs> no, Ryan reached out, recommended the new dentist. I haven't been to the new dentist yet, but I've got. Yeah. High hopes. <laughs> High hopes. Need, it better be good because that that may be the last dentist I ever have. No, I need a new I need a new dentist in a big way. If there's anyone with recommendations in New York City, reach out to Lane. Please. It's so hard to find a dentist. It's so well. It's not hard to find a dentist. It's hard to find a good <laughs> yes, dentist. Yeah. You can swing a, a anything. There may be one in your home now. Yeah, so, <laughs> dentists yeah. everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. But a good one. Oh yeah. I, I, I've no. been through so many, so many dentists, but I think this, I, I've got, I'm, I'm wishing myself the best. Isn't LA better with dentists? No. What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, I'm really upset about it. I feel like the longer I'm alive, I think when I was a kid, I just thought like doctors are like, not that I necessarily had like the best, best healthcare then either, but you don't need it as much because right. you're a child and yes. you're like, whatever. But you're just like doctors and dentists are good at what they do. And then the second that you get insurance or not insurance or whatever it is, and you're just like, Oh, most doctors and dentists are really bad, <laughs> like really bad. And they'll, and also you don't know, like, even if I had bad ones, then too, I didn't know it. You just kind of assume like, Oh, you like took all my symptoms and like <laughs> told me it was in my head and told me to get fucked <laughs> like, and then charged me $16,000. And I was like, well, I guess that's just the way life is. And then 10 years after that, you're like, it shouldn't be. No, no, no. Yeah. That is a weird thing uh, to discover as an adult that most professionals, I mean, a lot of professionals simply aren't good at their job, oh. just like everyone else. We're all probably bad at our jobs. They're, it's rare that somebody's... Oh, that's very cute what the dog's doing. <laughs> resting her head on your elbow. Um, no, it, most people are bad at their jobs or kind of don't care. But that is wild to me. I really only realized that once I got my first like steady writing job where I was like, oh, a lot of people here are not good at what they do. <laughs> and the reason that, it, that I say that is because I, for so many years, I had like had not very good jobs or I couldn't get like the jobs that I wanted or whatever it was. And I struggled for so long. And then I finally was like, Oh my God, this is a really good writing job. And like, it's pays pretty well in retrospect. It absolutely didn't, but I thought it did. Cause I had been so beaten down. Right. Um, and, uh, but then I looked around and I just always assumed the people who had these jobs I wanted so much were like better than me. Mm -hmm. They were, they knew more than me. They were like, like all these things. And then I just looked around and I was like, I'm more on top of it. Then these are the people who've had jobs steadily since high school. And I've struggled this isn't about me at all. No, I mean, the bar for entry is so unbelievably high and then you get over it and you're yes. like, how did, how did what? they get here? Well, it's because they were airdropped by their parents or something it's like literally that. Literally straight up a lot of them. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, okay. Yes. Well, it's, I feel worse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very hard thing to get into. And then, But I guess that is kind of true for a lot of professional jobs. I feel like it shouldn't legally be allowed to fine you want to like screw around at your office job like oh whatever but i feel like it shouldn't be allowed in the medical profession right when you're in charge of somebody's safety yes and like well-being and like right. that <laughs> you feel very when i the last dentist i saw was a really traumatic experience as i feel like almost every dental experience is but i'm i'm also not being like that's not hyperbolic it was really bad it was right. like it took me two hours to get to it because it was Oof. the only one my insurance like it took that didn't have like 19,000 zero star reviews that were like, this one took all my teeth and I just needed a cleaning. Like, did you see those Yelp reviews? Of like, what the hell? Why does my insurance take this? Why is this a recommendation? And then you look and there's three other ones that were like, he took my teeth too. And you're like, what? How are you still in bed? Yeah, when somebody goes out of their way to uh, Yelp review their dentist, you know there's a problem yes. because no one Yelp reviews their dentist. It's so upsetting, but when you just see all of the, I've had that happen at several doctors where they're like, yep, he did that to me too. He did that to me too. And I'm like, how could you like possibly get away with this? Oh. I just don't. Also, what's so weird? There's like so much schooling that's involved. Like mm -hmm. it's like a, the longest con. Right. <laughs> We're all told like, oh, the smartest kids go to medical and dental school. And then they have such a hard time because they have to be good. And then suddenly you're in the chair and they're uh, drilling they're out a cavity. It. Yeah, <laughs> they're Truly. winging it. I just don't. <laughs> and sometimes there's like a sadistic element when you're like, oh god, <laughs> like the the rumors are true. But then you know, every now and again, you get like a nice gentle dentist, and you see them. <laughs> 
they always look so beaten down <laughs> by by the reputations of all of their peers where they're just like, see, I think I did good, right? <laughs> Never mind. You're going to hate dentists no matter what I do. Have a great day. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Maybe the secret is to seeing a children's dentist. You never hear bad... Well, it's, of they course would you wouldn't know. hear bad things. But and I also, feel you're like- never... Hopefully, you're never getting anything that's that like crazy as a kid. You're just going in for like yeah. a light cleaning. And they... But they also are nice. I wish they were nicer to you as an adult. I wish like they were like, this is going to feel weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember Play what around they did. with me. Make it a fun time. <laughs> Although I could see that getting really creepy. <laughs> yeah, of course. As an adult, I'm going to be like, this is going to feel kooky. I'm like, enough. Be a grown-up. <laughs> Shush. Yeah, that's, maybe that's not what I want. I don't know what I want from a dentist ultimately. I just, trying to imagine my dream. I, none? Dentures, I guess. <laughs> literally the other day when I went in for the, it was so bad at the dentist that I literally like started crying and like told the dentist, I was like, what if you just pull them all out? What if you just, I was at my breaking point, you know, when you're just like, when you've had multiple dentists and yes. stuff and you're just like, you know what? What if you just remove them all? I don't even care anymore. And she looked at me and she's like, why? And I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> just take them. No, I honestly don't. The scientific community has that doesn't feel like that big of a deal to create some sort of little tooth that we can all get. We all get them removed, and then you put in a dishwasher safe tooth or something that you know you put in, and they're just good forever. I don't think this is like I don't think the teeth thing is working. It's can not we all admit working. That we don't have dent- good dentists for it. There's always something. Your insurance never covers it. It's always like we'll cover the rest of your body, but like your teeth and eyes. Right. Like, oh, what are you a king? And it's like yeah, that's part of my. No, it's not. That's your your mental health. We don't cover that either. <laughs> Everything going on in your skull, we're afraid. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we're halfway there with veneers. Just fill them out or something. Is that what and they are? Dentures, like, there's got to be. I feel like, again, 2033, that's the year that we get permanent teeth replacements that don't get holes in them. You, you know, don't stink, don't rot. You don't have to floss them. Maybe you drop them in a solution every night. I could drop them in a solution. <laughs> I'll drop whatever, you, whatever I need to be dropped into a solution. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to floss daily. I just know <laughs> this about me now. Five years ago, I would have said something different. I would have been like, I will one day, I'm sure. But now one day has come. I'm, I'm no longer pretending. I've recently, I think I've about every two days, which feels like a pretty decent amount of flossing. I'm trying to get to the every day. It it's hard. When I remember. <laughs> <laughs> But the but the problem, maybe, I never get morning breath. I don't really get oh, bad and, breath. Well, if I did, let's ask some other. No, that's people. fine. That's fine. I only this is not coming from me. This is this has been said to me by partners. And oh, like interesting. That. So it's not that like you know I'm not I'm not a robot, but it's been said to me by partners. But I feel like if I did, I would be encouraged to floss more. I almost wish I did. Wow, fascinating. So you're just waiting for that one partner that's repulsed <laughs> by your mouth. <laughs> I'll floss for you, babe. Aw, you smell really disgusting. Guess what? Guess who's going to start flossing for you? <laughs> Not for my own health. No, no, no. I would never do that for my own health. Who has the energy, but... I'm in it for the long term now. Yeah. I'm flossing. <laughs> I'll change for you in a way that grossly benefits me. <laughs> Do you know what I've been doing recently? This is a complete pivot, but I want to recommend this to everyone. Uh, I've gotten one of these, uh, I don't want to name the theater chain, but they have these movie passes. Mm. It's like $25 a month or whatever. Uh, They ripped me off for quite a few months because I forgot to see movies or was too lazy to see movies. Recently have started seeing movies again. But the real secret is if a movie's three hours long... Have I talked about this on this podcast, Annalise? Well, I'm, uh, this is now a hearty endorsement. I'm going to, uh, if it's three hours long, I go and see an hour and a half and then leave. I tell myself I'm just going for an hour and a half. We'll see what the movie's all about and then leave. Do you feel like you're getting your money's worth? Uh, more than my money's worth. I feel like I'm getting double my money's worth. But wouldn't it be, do you, have you seen it already? Uh, no, I haven't seen any of these. And I. <laughs> Why wouldn't you stay? Because my life is at stake. I've got yeah. other things to do with my time. But then why would you even waste the hour and a half? Because I want to get a little taste. I want to. <laughs> I want to see what the movie's all about. I mean, I've seen half of Avatar, half of John Wick 4, and now half of Bo is Afraid. I might go back to Bo is Afraid because uh, I didn't get to see Parker Posey. I didn't get to see Richard Kind. I didn't get to see Patti Lapone. So I'd like to see them oh, in the movie. Oh, yeah. They don't come in until after an hour and a half? Yeah. How I mean, long is this what movie? What are we talking? Three hours. Oh, God. It's a plague. That's 
who's sitting in there that long? <laughs> Not me. I'm getting even up. Even when leaving. it's two hours, I'm like, I start at two hours in my oh chair. My God, I'm like, yeah. even a bro- up approaching two hours, I'm like, this is getting long. Like my body feels. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I start getting like really antsy. Unless you know what helps though? Do you go to one of those theaters where the the seats go back? Oh and sure. You can like if you wanted bring a blanket and fall asleep. <laughs> no, but just get cozy. I'm falling asleep. That, okay. There's no there's no better feeling in the world than falling asleep during a movie. I guess that's true, it's but like I would worry traveling. that I would have that horrible feeling where you wake up snoring. <laughs> that's one of the world's worst feelings, I think. Do you snore? No, but sometimes it's rare. It's rare, but sometimes if I pass out somewhere, sometimes you wake up and you if your mouth is open in that uh-huh. certain way and you do that like, oh, and then sure, you're like, ah, sure. and I'll wake up immediately. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And usually as soon as it happens, I wake up. <laughs> so that's good. But I'm just afraid. Like, that's like a public humiliation. I can't survive. Yeah, that does does seem a little frightening to me. And I mean, it I feels should... rude, too. You're like, sorry, I really was liking the film. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I should be honest right now. I fell asleep six minutes into Bo is Afraid just for a minute. What is Bo is Afraid? It's um, Joaquin Phoenix. It's uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe the movie. It's kind of a horror comedy movie about a man where everything's going wrong in his life. And it's absurd and surreal and graphic. And uh, it's certainly Did you write this movie about you? <laughs> it should have been about it me. It feels like a humble brag. You're like, it's this man. It's a pretty incredible film. I've really liked it personally for myself. I've seen it a couple times, but up to you. You like look up IMDb and it's like literally your film. You're like, what? No, huh? No, did you see uh, Midsummer? Yes. Same director. Oh, okay. So interesting. Imagine kind of that level. And I of... saw that in theaters. Okay. That was another long movie. I'm glad I saw it in theaters because I know if I saw it at home, I wouldn't have been able to pay attention. I would have started checking my phone. But I in have theaters, to be trapped in a theater. Yes. But in theaters, I was able to fully be really trapped mm-hmm. and just watch it, which I really did like, <laughs> even though I made it sound like I was tortured. If I'm watching a movie at home, I'm watching it four minute blocks at a time. I know. And then rewinding and barely yeah. taking any of it in. Even it's on the plane. Bad. I tried to watch a, on a on the plane here. I tried to watch a movie and I was like doing really well. I was like really proud of myself. I was like, wow, I sure am paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then I don't know what happened. What did Something you watch? I think they brought us they brought us drinks on the plane, and I was like, I was like, mm, I'm eating my little snack, and then I started <laughs> like I pressed play again, but then I wasn't really watching. Right. And like 20 minutes went by, and I was like, oh shoot! And I went back and restarted it, and then I like I had to do that like five times. What movie was this? Significant Other. What's this movie? It's I've a never newish heard of it. movie. It's a horror movie. I love oh. horror movies with Jake Lacey okay. and. I don't know. I might be mispronouncing her name, but it's that like Mika Monroe. She was in The Guest, which is incredible. If you the haven't guest. seen The Guest, The Guest is oh, The Guest is so. Good. I think I've seen The Guest. Is that Dan Stevens? Yes, this sounds familiar and the... An incredible soundtrack. Oh, it starts with uh, the lighting. Dwight Twilley song. Is that the movie? Uh, Looking for the magic. Is that the movie? I don't know. I don't think so. And but... they're like people in a. <laughs> this is so exciting for the listener for me to try to describe a movie I can barely yeah, remember. They love it. But it's the people like you start in a house with these people. They're playing this great song and they get murdered and then CDs start skipping. Annalise, <laughs> no one oh, cares. No, but I know what you're talking <laughs> the about. Strangers. No, that's no, not it's not the, the Strangers. That, that it's also another has a skipping one. I know record. what you're talking about. But is it the one that I think it ends that way? There's a movie that ends that way. Are you talking about Annalise? The- look up Dwight Twilley looking for the magic horror movie. Because there's one that ends that way. There's one where it's like, um, what I think it beginning it begins and ends that way or something. Where there's a movie and it's like in the Hollywood Hills. You're next. Is that the one? Maybe, but there's these movies there's d- tell you one. nothing about what the movie. Is. There's another one. There's another one that ends with I saw it recently. It like takes place in the Hollywood Hills and it's like their next door neighbors. I've seen your next also, but there's another one I saw recently. And it ends with like a skipping record. I don't know if it's the same song. It's an old, uh, I guess we have to stop doing that in horror movies. I didn't know so many people were. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know that one kind of in my own way. The new thing should be their Spotify playlist just continues and it gets to songs they don't like. That they don't. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Which is its own horror movie. And then also you're a little bit like insulted. You're like, why would you think I'd want this next? You don't know me at all. The the algorithm really does all. not know me. It certainly doesn't know me. Like the guesses are so obvious or bad. I'm right. Like, you really you're like you're just kind of looking at the last song I heard and then vaguely shooting at the next song. But it's an algorithm. 
They're well, supposed I don't to be care. the best. Well, this one's not. This no, one's it stinks. I'll say they're, it stinks. They're almost never good. I so many of the some of it too is like like I look at my TikTok and stuff and the algorithm, like what it thinks I want is not at all what I want. <laughs> I'm like, please stop this. And then my friend's TikTok algorithm is exactly what I want, but I don't know how to get it. And it's because so He's a dude, but his whole TikTok is very, like, they don't know who he is because he doesn't really follow anybody. Okay. He, like, follows, like, five people, and they don't know if he's, like, a weird little boy who likes bugs and sloths (laughs) or if he's a lesbian. Like, that's a TikTok I want to be on. Yes, same. (laughs) I'm like, that's a TikTok I want to be on, where it's, like, the videos he gets are just, like, this sweet man in China making his own food in his backyard on this really cool oh. walk. And then like this, these little like pandas who are, you know, having a good time. Here's the world's tiniest mushroom. I'm like, I want to be over. Th- <laughs> yes, How do I get over there? What are you getting? Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't I, I, I don't even know because I scroll past almost all of them. Mm, so it's punishing you. I think so. Well, it's also like, again, maybe who I follow or based on, I don't know what it's based on, but I'm like, don't you know, I'm swiping past all of these, but you know what it is? I don't think it cares. I think it's like that attention economy <laughs> thing where it's like, yeah, but you're still staying even though yeah. we're treating you like garbage. And I'm like, oh, I am. Well, it's because you're dissatisfied. You're look, you're hungry. You're looking for a little crumb to eat. That's me. That's I've, I've been on TikTok very few times, but the times I have it, I'm like, I'm just going, going, going. And then it's an hour later and I still haven't seen anything I wanted to watch. And I wonder how many of us that is true for. The only things I want to watch are, I like people who make like little fairy gardens. Oh, that's very sweet. I love that. Um, I love any, like, I don't know, like, I love good, like, witch outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, Like, what else do I want more of? Anything with, like, that aesthetic where it's, like, the wall is blue and there's like gold suns and moons. Like I find that very soothing. I love it. I'm like, yeah, show me more of that. So you're Great just colors. You want witchiness. I guess so. I have. Yeah. That's a I great guess thing I just, to want. But a specific type, I guess. Right. Kind of sometimes a you, good witch. I guess I really just want to. I really just remain on practical magic TikTok as much as I can. I've, <laughs> I've created as much content around that as I can. And anytime I see good practical magic content. I'm like, yes, this is good. But then the next thing will just be like, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. So it's, it's a nut. I've never seen practical magic. I need to see the movie. That's oh a huge, goodness. huge uh, blind spot for me. I feel like I'm the perfect person to introduce you to it. And I don't feel like that's wrong because people associate me so much with that movie that it's very funny because I've talked about it so much online and I have a point of bragging for Practical Magic, which is that I've had a couple Practical Magic tweets that went really viral, so much so that Nicole Kidman, who was one of the witches in Practical Magic, reposted it on her Instagram. And I was like, so I feel like a Practical Magic ambassador. That is (laughs) incredible. It felt incredible. I mean, I've seen the dancing through the kitchen. Oh, what a great. Yeah, incredible. (sighs) But I've never, uh, I don't know why I haven't gotten into it. Well, here's the thing. Um... It does fall apart in the third act. Oh, interesting. We all know it. I'm not. I'm not I, it, feel, it really feels like saying something negative about your loved one, but it's not. It's loving them despite their flaws <laughs> is what it is. It falls apart when it becomes about men. She like falls for a cop. Like, come on. Oh, like Her, her husband dies and then she gets replaced combo. by a cop. Come on. And he's like kind of like, Whoa. have you seen Brad Magic? He's like that, right? He's like, Whoa. totally, Who totally plays underwhelming. Him? What's his Aiden Quinn? Ooh, never heard of him. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Aiden. He's dead. No, he's not. He's alive. I don't know. He might be very nice. But uh, so, does the movie start? Are they just three friends who happen to be witches? Do they find each other through a no, witch website? It's, it's like it starts with. I won't. You know, I won't take you through the. Literally, as I started talking about it, the theme for Practical Magic started playing in my head as though... <laughs> There's a theme. Oh, God, This is in is. the 90s when everybody could afford like an could original score. Could full soundtracks, yeah. I know. That's what, even I saw the, the new Scream movie and I was like, oh, you don't have like the same guy doing the soundtrack. Like right. the soundtrack was such a big part of Scream. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, you know, uh, there was like a, a curse on their family and it's this whole thing and then it like curses whoever they fall in love with and okay. so it kind of sets that up and then... Uh, she finally finds love and then it's like the curse takes him and then there's just, I don't know. It's just, 
It is a movie, I would say, that is like about the po- like the power and the magic of women and and female friendships and connection, and then it gets ruined by men. Is that <laughs> is that accurate? For yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that it's sounds just, like a nice time. Yeah. Do they do little spells? Do you get to see them do fun things, or you know, lifting objects or shooting fireworks? They. <laughs> You know nothing about witches, I can tell. <laughs> Do they shoot off fireworks? Do they ride they? a broom? If they don't ride a broom, we've. Dr- I mean, come no, but on. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. They jump off the house. Oh, they jump off out and they land. Okay. So they fly down. A gentle um, drop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a tall house. It's a tall house. And okay. then they do use the brooms to sweep away the spirit of an abusive ex. There we go. That, that works Margo for me. Margot Martindale's That's in it. It's a very it. modern use of the broom. Very modern. Did you modern. say Margot Martindale? I did. Okay, I'm on board. Brief cameo, but oh, she just lights up the screen every scene she's in. I mean, speaking of... She works of, at the little witch store. Speaking of Margot and Algorithm, uh, I started watching this show, Mrs. Davis. Margot Algorithm. <laughs> she <laughs> should be Fox. the Algorithm. <laughs> Have you heard of the show Mrs. Davis? It's about a nun fighting an algorithm. Oh, I really want to watch that with uh, Betty Gilpin, who I love. Oh, she's incredible. Oh, she's she's so, good. so good in it. I mean, she's truly outstanding. I think it just it started a couple days ago, right? Like it finally yes, yes. landed on that. I haven't. I've been. Uh, I mean, I can't completely recommend it yet because I've uh, barely watched it, but I'm having a good time. She's in you it. Know she's you a can nun. Watch she's full things now. <laughs> You don't. You, can, you don't have to just no, watch that. No, I'm in my uh, not watching anything era. I'm oh, okay. just getting a taste era. <laughs> yeah, you still love your taste. Are you Are you sober? Because this is sounding like a sober person who's like edging on relapse. No, no, I just go there for a little taste. I'm fine. I don't need to call anyone. I'm permanently sober. Bridger Weiniger is permanently sober. So I guess maybe that's my problem. That's what's going on. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, Margot Martindale's there. She's a nun. Oh, that's so good. So many nuns. We love a nun too. costume. Yeah. And I think it's, isn't it like the, isn't it the guy who did Lost Of course. Also? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I really want to watch it. I've literally just been on tour, but I, but I very dorkily uh, put it in my calendar for, when, oh, wow, I, for when I get a minute. I should do that with... I do that with TV shows that I'm really excited That's about. A, then I'm you like, have to look the next to. season drops on this date, Lane. Don't forget it. And I'm like, and then, and then I don't. <laughs> but then what's so funny is sometimes the date will come and I'll be like, I'm tired. <laughs> so, but then, but then, very diligent, I will move it a week out. Oh, very nice. I love a Give push. I love a push. Yeah, I love a push this back. Dimi- uh, dismiss nudge. I love a remind me about the email. Anything that I can just push things into the future, I'll do yeah. it. <sighs> Not in the mood. Not in the, don't have it to give, even though it's literally just watching a television show. But I'm like, cannot focus on that at this time. And also, it takes a lot for me to start a new show. I mean, it it's an does. investment. It's an investment. I got to know a whole bunch of new people, even though I know I'm going to like them. But I got to watch Betty Gilpin and be like, this isn't Glow. And then I remember <laughs> that Glow should have had more time. And then I'm off on that tangent. And then I'm like, I want to rewatch Glow. Like it's a, a <laughs> my ADHD is wild. Do you have a current show you're loving? A current show yeah. is in one I'm not rewatching. Uh, yeah, either. Okay. I am kind of between shows right now, which oh, is the darkest space I could That's be in. Not, uh, yeah, be, being between it's shows, so books, horrible. it makes me panic. It makes me really really feel like I don't have a safe place to fall. No, because you're you're <laughs> flailing, you're grabbing, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, you feel uh, lost. You feel scared. You feel really scared. And then sometimes you try to go back to one that you recently rewatched a whole bunch and then you're like, I can't do this again. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> like I take it, it, like it feels very serious to me in my mind. <laughs> but I have been, oh, I am watching, Um, oh, what is it called? Uh... Jury Duty. Have you seen Jury Duty Oh, yet? I've seen the first episode. I've really had a good time. I've watched, I'm, so one of the things on my calendar that I had to push because I was traveling was the, um, the finale. I watched all the episodes except for the finale because the finale just aired like a couple days ago. Oh, so they put all the episodes up but then made you wait. Except for one. Interesting. Which I thought was interesting because yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually, that is how I want to watch it. But I did like it. It is weird. It's surprisingly funny. And then when I looked at like who was behind it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a f- seems like a fun experiment. It was, but it was like it's a very strange show to watch. But um, James Marsden is like so unbelievably funny <laughs> on it. Very, very funny. And he's like pretty much improvising everything. And you're like, how are you this funny? Incredible, James Marsden. I just wouldn't have thought that. Like, yeah. I mean, he's very funny on roles, but like plenty of comedic actors are like very funny in their roles, but mm-hmm. like kind of quiet or whatever. Right. Off, but I was just like. 
He's outstanding. In he's it. outstanding. I mean, for the listener, describe what the show is really quick because it's yeah. uh, kind of confusing. It's a little confusing. So it's like basically it's jury duty. Everyone on the jury is an actor except for this one guy. So it's basically just and then. And he doesn't know. He doesn't know that that everybody else is an actor. But, and I didn't know what to expect. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really know. And then at first I was like, oh, is this all rehearsed? Because sometimes I kind of hate stuff like right, that. Right, of course. It's just like, like it's in my so head. It's so boring to watch. It's so boring to watch. Yeah. And so I kind of thought it was maybe going to be like that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see like a, like a prank show mm-hmm. or something that's like this poor guy. But it really wasn't like that. Right. And then when I realized that, I was like, oh, because you're interacting with somebody who can do or say anything you don't know what they're exactly. going to say. Exactly, you've got to be on your toes. It actually like is more improvised. So that's interesting. It's a fun little show. It's it's more fun than you would ever <laughs> than think either it would of be. us has been. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um I think we should play a game. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to play a game called Gift Master. I need a number between 1 and 10 from you. 2. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. So you you have the mic, you can promote, recommend, do truly whatever you want with the microphone. Be responsible. You have some power here. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay. Um, well, uh, I have my second book is out. I feel like I'm talking to a room full of no one, but I know there are real people out there. I feel like you've left me in a room alone to talk about my new book to myself, but I can do it. Um, <laughs> my second book is out. It's called You Will Find Your People. It's about how to make meaningful friendships as an adult. Um, which is my hell. It's It can be really, really horrible and painful. And so it's all about how to make friends and maintain relationships and actually have better friendships and get rid of toxic friendships if you need to and break up with friends and how to grieve a friend breakup and just all of those things. And uh, I do a comedy show called Tinder Live that is very funny and goes on tour and makes fun of horrible dating app profiles you did a perfect job thank you you got it in you got uh, perfect i have no no notes no notes whatsoever and we're ready to play the game now this is how you play gift master gonna name three gifts three things you can give away and then three celebrities you're gonna tell me which gift you're going to give which celebrity and why that makes sense right yes it does okay these are the gifts you'll be giving away today number one is a terrarium Nice. Uh, everybody loves a terrarium. Lovely. Uh, See, can you say I'm obsessed with plants? One wonders. <laughs> well, this was randomly picked. Oh, okay. I have a long <laughs> list of things. <laughs> and speaking like, mm, of randomly picked, mm. there's, <laughs> there's an interesting one coming up that's barely tied to this episode, but it is interesting. Uh, number two, the second gift is a bottle of Centrum Silver. So that's the vitamins that? Oh, that are for, that the, I think they're for people the over 50. Oh, vitamin oh. for you know your golden. I was thinking years. of Selsun Blue. I Ooh, think. What's Selsun Blue? I think is that dandruff, dandruff shampoo. shampoo. I was thinking of that, which also might be for people over fifty. I'm sure. I don't Everybody know. Everybody gets dandruff. Everybody gets it. It's fine. Um, okay, so oh. so what is it? So, Selsun so far, Blue. Uh, bottle of Centrum Silver. So oh my it's God, a, I'm so uh, it's a Selsun Blue. <laughs> you're paid by the dandruff company. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Call me. Actually, please don't. That is, can you imagine? Become That's like my first commercial. I'm like. I love my dandruff, but sometimes I don't want it. <laughs> dandruff positive. <laughs> yes, um, exactly. Uh, no, this is a bottle of Centrum Silver. It's a multivitamin, I a believe. Multivitamin, yes. yes. Once you hit 50, you've got to get uh, apparently some other vitamins in your body. I don't know how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and number three is horrible news. You're going to be giving them horrible news. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not great. Okay. Uh, these are the three celebrities. Number one is Kurt Russell. Okay. Love Kurt Russell. Number two, Octavia Spencer. Terrific. Okay. Yeah. Number three, this is the weird one, Keith Urban. We were just talking about Nicole. Oh, yeah. This okay. feels like some magic. So what would you do? Octavia Spencer gets the terrarium. Like, she deserves it. I think that's a very obvious one. Simply because she deserves it? I think she'd like it. <laughs> it's, like, really nice. It is nice, but it is a responsibility. How much taking care of do Not you do with really, the terrarium? Not really, though. Not really, though. I wouldn't feel like I was, like, giving her a chore. Like, I feel like you just, like take a water bottle and go <laughs> like sometimes yeah i, I guess the most realistic spray bottle noise 
anyone's ever done on this show. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> well, every episode I say, what yes. is your spray bottle noise? Uh, I'm giving you the opportunity. Well, then you <laughs> listen to them all back and let me know. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess a terrarium is not a huge, it's kind of terrarium naturally hum- humid. So I think that's good. So it's not like I'm like, I would be giving her like a plant that like is requiring her undivided attention. She has to like hire an assistant to take care of this plant. Right. I would feel bad about that. Right. Um, but also like giving her like Centrum Silver, like I don't know how old she is, but that feels like insulting. Right. It right. feels really weird to be like keep your bones good like what I don't, that's really rude to say Octavia Spencer um, and then the other I don't want to give her horrible news it's like it's you know it's fine no um, no yeah um, so then who were the other ones uh, it was Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell and Keith Urban two of our favorite K's okay yes I know exactly what I would do Kurt Russell is getting what is it Centrum Silver so, yes yeah, Centrum Silver he's getting it and here's why <laughs> because uh, there's no way he would take it like, because I'm sure he's on like space vitamins, you know. I'm sure he's on like like the finest vitamins money could buy. Like they all like celebrities always are. I feel like he's on the truck driver diet. He's he's tough as nails. Maybe, but I but the the reason I would be excited to give it to him is I feel like he'd be really gracious when he got it. I feel like because what I'm imagining is like it's like after like a Q and A or something mm-hmm. like we're like meeting or maybe like I'm working <laughs> on a film set with him and I'm like oh my god so working so good working with you um, and then I just <laughs> hand him this bottle of vitamins and I feel like he'd look at them he'd shake them and he'd be like <laughs> and he'd be like. Thank you, Lane. <laughs> hmm. Like he he would just be like real nice about it. He wouldn't like make a big thing about it. He wouldn't be like, what are these? He wouldn't like ask follow up questions. <laughs> he'd just be like, well, thank you. And he'd just like move it along. And then the reason I want to give Keith Urban bad news is I feel like he's like such a happy dude. <laughs> like that don't mean like I want to like ruin his life. I feel like he'd be okay. Oh, interesting. He can handle it. Or like he just the, the scale is Kurt so Russell seems imbalanced. a little bit more put upon, doesn't he? He's been through. I mean, well, I don't he, know. He, yeah. Well, because I think I think Keith Urban is like, what's any? I think he struggled with addiction. It's not that like there's a good person to give bad news to. But I feel like Kurt Russell. I don't know. He just always looks a little sad. And Keith yeah, Urban always looks real sentence. happy. And Keith Urban's Australian. Is that true? Yeah. And I feel like Australians are naturally happy people. They're just naturally happy. You're married to Nicole Kidman. Your life's fine. You've got you got a, a huge house. On. You got a lot. You got a lot's, a lot's going on. You don't Did you look... hear that screeching car? Oh, yeah. Wow. Someone's in danger. That was upsetting. Oh, also, on my drive here, we like straight, <laughs> we straight up heard somebody like get into like a horrible accident. We just like kept driving. And I was like, the city is wild. <laughs> like we just heard like, <laughs> and I was, I was like, is that just what driving is here? You just like hear people die and you're like. <laughs> I have a meeting in five. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lunch to get to. Yeah. Um, Well, I think that's beautifully played. I really like the idea of going up to a celebrity post Q&A and saying, here's a bottle of vitamins. Here's some vitamins. Stay healthy. That sounds dangerous to me. Also, yeah, no. Well, I think think it's better to say that, like, if we were working together in some way, because otherwise it just sounds like you've, like, put arsenic on every one of them. (laughs) Well, like the Tylenol killer. Do you remember that? No. (laughs) <laughs> but but I vaguely re- I remember that it was a thing right? somebody was, was like, like somebody taking was Tylenol like, and poisoning them why we them have and- the caps right? yes as far as I know that's another that's another thing that I learned killer. at like 2am where I was just like I saw one thing and it led me to the Tylenol killer yeah that's a real 2am discovery and not a great one to find not a great one and you're like sleep. what the hell yeah because it's like weren't like kids killed or something and you're like oh this gets darker and darker anyway time for bed like it's always right before bed and then i have the worst dreams i've ever had in my life because that's how i'm winding down Uh well beautifully truly beautifully played um this is the last segment of the podcast it's called i said no emails people are writing into i said no gifts at gmail.com my listeners their, you know, their lives have have texture. We'll say that. They, I'm going to take it easy on them. They've got, you know, some rough patches that they're dealing with, and they they're need Kurt help. Russells. They're Kurt Russells. They are yeah. not Keith Urban's. <laughs> uh, we've got a whole thousands and thousands of Kurt Russells writing in every day, and <laughs> we're giving them all Centrum Silver or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, they're they're asking questions. They need help. Will you help yeah. me answer a oh question? Okay, let's get into it here. We're opening the dock. Wouldn't We're... it be great if, like, tomorrow morning, page six is like the new sponsor for whatever it is, Centrum Silver is Lane Moore, and I'm like, what? No, <laughs> I like rigged it so it came up. <laughs> oh my God. I would be. I and would then she and then she pretended she didn't oblivion. know what it was. Wow, she's a genius. <laughs> um, okay, this says. 
Dear Bridger and redacted guest. Okay, so the, you. Uh, I'm writing on behalf of my friend whose boyfriend is a terrible gift giver. In the two years they've been dating, he has gifted her a sun hat fit for an old woman. Okay, well, I, I don't know. I feel like sun hats for, are for everybody. Same. Uh, and made a weird custom t-shirt of an inside joke. Though she accepted each gift graciously, on both occasions, my friend said privately to me, I'll never wear this. This year for his birthday, she got him an air fryer. She loves food and everyone knows she loves their air fryer. Okay. Uh, But when she gave it to her boyfriend, he kept making very odd jokes about what a boring gift it is. The jokes really bothered my friend. And when the boyfriend asked what was wrong, she cried and told him his response had hurt her feelings. My friend is very serious about this boyfriend and the two are planning to get engaged. I don't think it's fair that she's possibly facing a lifetime of getting bad gifts from him and disguising her true feelings while he blatantly makes her feel bad for the gifts she gives. Do you think I should point out this imbalance? Should my friend feel empowered to say something to him when she doesn't like the gifts he gives her? Thank you kindly. And that's Katie in New Jersey. What a situation this friend is in. I'm really upset by this relationship. It's a, I mean, it's a, this doesn't sound good. This is Splitsville. Yeah, I literally, the first thing I thought before I even heard about the freaking wedding. Oh, God, can you imagine? And they're supposed to get gifts at the wedding. Hell no. Oh. Imagine. Oh, God. Registry. Registry, I guess. Um, even though they're going to have to have separate registries. But the first thing I thought before they even mentioned all of the wedding stuff was like, do these people know relationships are voluntary? Like no <laughs> one's making you be with this person. You're not like stuck with them. You weren't like assigned no, no, at no. birth. Like I'm assuming, <laughs> you know, it's it's not like an arranged marriage. I like, hope not. I don't think it is. They would have said that. But like you can leave them yeah, and find can. someone more compatible because it doesn't sound like it's like. A miscommunication. It's like they're both like, I hate your gifts. Ha ha. They're awful. Ha ha. I'm miserable. I'm crying now. Ha ha. Let's get married. Like, I don't understand these people. I really don't. I'm, up, I'm upset. <laughs> Two years in and he's gotten her only gifts you can buy at the boardwalk. That feels bad to me. <laughs> but that also, feels bad. he made fun of like the thing that she... He, I know. Like, the n- air fryer, just, which is a great... Everybody loves an air fryer. I don't own one. I should get one because people are crazy. And she loves crazy. it. Why do you care? Because it sounds it. like he I, made I fun of her air fryer. I don't... If he doesn't know that she loves air fryers, then he's not listening he to her. Know he's not her paying at attention to her. I'm just really upset. I hate. You know, I re- I rarely use the word. Well, actually, I use it probably every four hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate this soon-to-be fiancé. I do, too. I don't like this. She sounds really unhappy. And also, the tough thing is, in situations like this, is you can't even really say, like, I have some concerns about this. Because there's no way she doesn't have them. Yeah, of There's course. no way she's she not, She must like, be feeling it, She's right? feeling Also, literally... This per- this friend, whoever they are, like tried to bring it up, and per- she started crying. Well, let's see. Is the, that what it was? The, the boyfriend asked what was wrong, so the friend is not approached. The friend oh, okay. is wondering, do I approach? I think the friend maybe mildly hints or ha- uh, cheats with the boyfriend and then reveals. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you look at it this way, if, if the friend hasn't approached it. It's so tough when somebody's like straight up getting married. If they're like on the fence, then it's a lot easier to be like my two cents this isn't making you happy but if somebody's getting married it feels a lot weirder yeah. who knows maybe it's one of those like romantic comedy weddings where it's like even when they're at the altar they're just like i don't want to do this <laughs> and then you're actually like saving your friend's life so i mean i think there might be a way to kind of do it in a in a nice way where you're like i don't know how serious you want this answer to be i'm giving a no I, I love any um, type of answer <laughs> um but i mean i think you could do a like you're probably you're like, I'm sure you're really happy. Like you seem really happy. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Or you could just say, like, actually, you could say, because they don't seem really happy. So why, don't lie to them. Um, but just saying something like, hey, like sometimes I feel like this person makes you kind of unhappy. Like, how do you feel about that? I want you to know, like, I've seen it too. Like, no judgment. Like, I want you to be happy. That's it. I think that's just like leaving a door open because sometimes when you're in a bad relationship, you almost want somebody else to come in and, and be like, is this good? Validate. Yeah, because Validate she could be sitting it. there being like, it's fine, it's fine, Everyone's it's boyfriend fine. buys them crappy gifts. And that's not... No, no, no. No, they should be, I mean... Well, I mean, it, you don't have to give good gifts. Some people are bad at giving, but this guy sucks, let's be honest. Yeah. No, I don't I don't like the dynamic. He's no good. I don't like the dynamic. I really don't hate like it. don't like it. And also, like you were pointing out, the wedding, 
Nobody ever takes advantage of the speak now or forever hold your peace. No. I mean, if you, you want to do wait, that at the wedding, well, if although, you wait, treat in yourself. A way, that might be the greatest gift you could give her. <laughs> and everybody her at wedding. that wedding. Yeah, exactly. Everyone at the wedding is like, yeah, we were not here for this. That would be amazing. And then it becomes a party oh. where the guy's like kicked out. I don't know. What a, what a <laughs> they wedding. They carry him out and throw him in a river or something, burn him at the stake. Yeah. I mean, the, oper- I mean, the possibilities are truly endless here. Yeah. Okay, uh, Katie, you have your answer. We've done it perfectly. I think we did. We've, it uh, I mean, we've uh, improved New, New Jersey. Yeah. Just by <laughs> answering an email. That's yeah. the power of podcasting. We helped cancel a week, uh, a wedding. <laughs> yes, it's incredible. Yeah. We've made some wedding planner furious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, wonderful, Katie. Goodbye. Um, Okay, now I have my tattoos. I'm so excited. I'll put them on for the Instagram several weeks from now. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. It's a little, again, a little taste. I'm loving tastes. I think that's what's nice about temporary tattoos. It literally is, now that I think about it, a little taste. Yeah. You got a little thing on your hand or your body or wherever you want to put it. I don't care. And then, <laughs> and then, and then it's gone whenever you want it to be gone. I, uh, you saw me. You saw me from a mile away, Mm. and you came to the podcast and uh, really changed my life. I'm so glad. That's what I like to do on every podcast, is radically (laughs) change the host's life. And then I, was I ever real? We don't know. Was she an angel? We're not sure. Do not ask her on your podcast unless you want things to shift in a big way. Uh, Lane, thank you for being here, and thank you for bringing the dog. Yes, thank you for having me, and you're welcome. (laughs) Radically changing your life. Uh, Listener. Uh, the podcast, as you know, if you've been listening, and I hope you have, you may have drifted off. I don't know. You may have fallen asleep. There's no telling with you. Uh, the podcast is over. It's time to do whatever you want. Get going. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Liana Squillacci. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? But I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show.